Hey guys, welcome back. Welcome back to Wine Town Wednesday. It is fucking cold. I don't know why we sing every time. <laughs> Not sure, but I like it. Yeah, it's fucking freezing here as well. It's been so cold here and I'm not here for it. I just like honestly do not have the wardrobe for winter. It's actually so hard to dress for like Australian winter as well, I find, because like sometimes if you put like an outfit on and then you put like a big jacket, it's too hot. But then with like a small jacket, it's too cold. It's 100%. so like weird. I'm like, is it hot? Is, is it like cold or is it cold? Like it's never like Europe cold where you're like, okay, it's freezing. Like we're not in London where it's snowing, but no. I will leave and I'm like, oh, this will be fine. But then I'm actually frozen or I will leave like sweating. With, a ja- with a jacket on. But I walk a lot. So I'll yes. walk to the location and I get mm-hmm. there and I'm like dripping wet. And I'm like, yeah. I can't fucking win. Yeah. Pete, can you please stop digging? I don't know what you're digging. He's literally like digging on the mat. You're not going to find anything. <laughs> And if you do, you're splitting the profit with me. <laughs> Seriously. Um, so how are you? How is lockdown? Um, I honestly feel a bit useless because, like, mm. my boss is amazing and, like, she is going to pay me regardless, <gasps> which is so amazing. Nice. But, like, my role is very much, like, I need to be in the clinic to yeah. do my role. A lot of it, you know, I can do like emails and calls and that kind of stuff, but it's really hard because mm-hmm. obviously, I mean, look, a few fuckwits don't realise we're in lockdown and still call and message and ask stupid questions, but <laughs> my workload is like a tenth of what I'm normally doing, so I feel useless. I'm like, what mm. more can I do to help you? Like I want to yeah. do stuff. Um it's been all right. I've, um, I've, you know, like done a lot of cleaning and washing and like ad- life admin kind of stuff. Yeah. I um, Saturday night I was sitting on the couch watching Real Housewives of Atlanta, Love that. ordered myself some Maccas and then, you know, when you finish your meal and mm-hmm. you're like, I just need to dispose of the evidence. <laughs> like I don't want to yeah. see the Maccas bag. Hide the evidence. Yeah. Oh, hey. So... I went to run out to my rubbish chute and opened my front door. <laughs> the door handle fucking snapped off. Oh, my God. The door slammed and then the handle on the outside fell off. So I was locked in my, oh my apartment God. for about four hours waiting for a locksmith. Um, and I was like, well, thank fuck it, it's had Maccas, but I've only got a bottle of Prosecco left. Oh my if God. I'm here for the next seven days. I will die. <laughs> so $250 later, got oh. my door handle reattached. Why did you have to pay for that? Well, because I called my property manager and she's like, oh, you'll have to call a locksmith. And I'm like, oh, wow. Wow. I never thought of that. Really oh insightful God. advice. Yes, it was like, I read through all my like contracts and stuff and it was like, um, emergency repairs, call your property manager. Called her, no help. Um, what, yeah, what do they expect you to do? Bloody just leave your door like unhinged. Legit. Well, it wasn't even unhinged. It was just locked. Like I was locked in. Oh my God. 
So anyway, if you I... closed the door, it would be like you wouldn't have been able to get out. No, because they didn't have a handle to open the oh. fucking door. <laughs> what the so, hell? Had to call a locksmith. Got that fixed. Thank fuck. And um, yeah, I've just I've done a lot of walking, a lot of cleaning, a bit of work here and there when it comes. But like, there's not a lot to do, and also. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of talk of an extended lockdown. Yeah. Everyone's pretty certain it'll go on for another week, possibly oh. more. God. Um, I think that's when I'll probably lose it because I'm like, I'm so used now to like being at work five days a week, talking to people all day, being super yeah. busy. Yeah. Oh, my God, it's so stressful. For anyone listening that doesn't know or that doesn't live in Australia, um, Melbourne has gone into a seven-day lockdown because they had cases of COVID over there. So that is obviously super, super, super hard and, like, obviously just so triggering because, like, Melbourne's been through it so much. I feel like any time something like this happens, you're just like, oh, my God, like, is it going to be seven days or is it going to be seven months? <laughs> I know, because the last one they said five days and I was like, yeah, bullshit, but it was. Mm. Yeah, it's this one, it actually is. You're like, what? Are you lying? Like, are you gaslighting? Yeah. But this one, everyone is saying will probably be extended. So I feel like it probably will. Oh, fingers and um, fingers crossed that it's not. But how's life in Perth? Life has been so um, boring for me lately because Nathan's away. I've just been like sort of at home. I've essentially been in lockdown. Um, I do not do anything except for walk pee twice a day and go to the post office. Um, So my life's been so fun. (laughs) I feel like I was like really happy the first few days and now I'm sort of like, okay, now I'm bored. But um, yeah, my parents are getting off. here tomorrow, so I'm excited for that because then I'll be, like, so doing stuff again. Them coming, do they have to get permits or anything like that? No, because they've been travelling, like, they drove from Melbourne, like, a month ago and they've just been, like, travelling all around Australia type of thing, so they're about to get to WA. So they left ages ago, which was lucky for them. Yeah. Oh, I'm surprised Evie hasn't thrown Men- Menzies 3.0. I know, seriously. Um, but, yeah, I'm very excited for that because that will just mean, like, I get to go out for, like, dinners and take them for, you know, lunch and do stuff with them rather than me just, like, being at home. It's just been cold here and I've just been, like, seeds. Like, you know, and it's just cold and you're like, I just don't even want to do anything and I'm not drinking so I don't even want to do anything even more, you know? Yeah. Um, good refresher though. Yeah, it's a good little reset. I'm just yeah, it's it's actually been very nice. I just wish it wasn't fucking cold. Seriously, freezing. I know. It just is so soul destroying. It is. It's actually the worst. Um. So guys, today we didn't really come too prepared for an episode because we weren't really sure what to discuss. But then we remembered that we. Told, promised you guys some more funny drunk stories or just funny stories in general and and we've been trying to brainstorm a couple um there might be some overlap if you have listened to that initial ep because being completely honest I have no recollection of that episode 
we probably were blacked out. That is probably we... one of the funny stories, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, we're obviously still wait. <laughs> pardon. Um, we're still waiting to hear back from this girl about yes. her situation. I'm like, has something us? happened? <laughs> like, keep us in the loop. We need to know. Please, if you're listening, DM us because I couldn't find her, like, DM. And then, like, I was going to post on my story being like, hey, if you're the girl that boyfriend is cheating on, <laughs> please DM me. But then I was like, maybe that's a bit insensitive. <laughs> but it also could, you could have, like, an influx. Oh, my God. Everyone's like, me, that's me. You never know. Dead. Oh, my God. Men ain't loyal, apparently. It's true. It's freaking facts. Do you have any boy updates? Actually, while we're on the topic of, like, lockdown and everything, I guess we can speak about lockdown, you know, dating and lockdown and dating in COVID times because that's definitely, like, a huge topic of the past year and a bit. It's definitely it's a different world out there. Um, I don't know. It's it's very hard because prior to the lockdown, we were obviously able to go out and date. But mm-hmm. I still feel, and like you know, go for dates and meet up with people. But I still feel like it's different. I feel like a lot of yeah. people are still living in that kind of COVID world where they want something that's like. You know, nothing want, no one wants anything locked down. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. everyone's you know? been like, you know, kept inside for so long and now we're finally able to go out and do stuff. Everyone's like, no, fuck no, I'm not looking for a partner now. I'm like looking to have fun. Everyone's just a rabid dog at the moment. <laughs> Seriously. You know, like looking for the next. Nut. Nut. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I think. I think COVID has definitely changed the way that people date. Mm-hmm. It's either I feel like there's a spectrum, you know, like a lot of people are like, oh, my God, I've been lonely. I need to lock something down. Mm-hmm. Or people are like, wow, I've been kept away from so long, yeah. for so long. I need to, like, just spread my seed and date multiple people at once. Like it's a hard, it's a hard time to it be is. dating. It is. Um, yeah, I feel like that was – me last year because I had well I was sort of seeing someone right before COVID and then like as like lockdown was starting to happen like he was sort of like oh you know like we're official and I was like "Mm, what okay (laughs) and then like um well obviously Mitch and I were living together so like I was always like I don't know what the fuck was happening with me last year honestly guys I was going through something. I think I really, really wanted a boyfriend and, like, I was just going to settle at, like, anyone who would want to be my boyfriend. So imagine the pool of people. <laughs> Wasn't oh, yeah. too great. It's um, not really a quality over quantity. Like it's no. A- and that's the thing. I think that did happen a lot with COVID relationships too. Like, you saw people getting into a relationship or you see people – ending relationships because you have to end up spending so much time together and that is like really make or break for some people like sometimes it's like you know yeah that's my boyfriend I love going out to parties or to drinks with him but fuck no I don't want to hang out with him every day and make fucking banana bread 100% and I think a lot of people had those realizations where they're like okay no I actually can't stand this person it's very much like a convenience situation yeah yeah but then it's like 
it's too convenient. Like they're over too much because it's all you can do. You're like, can you kindly fuck off? Like, And then the ick yep. is so easily inset. Like it's yeah. just. Yeah, I got the ick so bad last year. Yeah, the COVID dating to me is really hard because, you know, your only real option of a date is like going for a walk. And I think everyone is so over that shit. Like. Well, to me, I would I would probably be over that shit. Like, and I spent... I wouldn't want to go on a first date on a walk anyway. Like, it's we've so all done intense. it. It is intense because you're really forced to like just keep the conversation flowing and flowing and flowing. Yeah, the whole time, and like you're probably going to be sober as well. So that's like another element to it. Like, you have to drive there or walk there, show up sober. Be in like active wear, which is never anyone's favorite look, and then walk where you're probably going to bump into people you know. Like that's just and too that's many variables worst. that I can't do. Because I'm with. like, I'm like, I know for a fact the person I'm with, I've forgotten their name. Oh so yes. Friend. Or or you'll bump into someone and you won't know their name. Yeah, and it's just like it's just a shitstorm. And then you've got that so, awkward, like, oh, like, how do you guys know each other? And you're like, haha, we're on a date. No, that is causing me anxiety just talking about oh, that. <laughs> me too. I'm really not enjoying it. Yeah, sorry, like guys. We're giving the worst advice. My advice, don't go on dates in COVID. <laughs> or if you do, go to, like, some fucking random park that, you know, n- you're never going to see anyone. Yeah, and, like, take a bottle of wine or something. Are you allowed to sit and stop? Like, yeah. Don't know. Put some wine in like a drink bottle and walk the tan or something. Yeah, no, not the see, tan I did that a few yeah. times with friends. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. you know, it could seem a bit weird if I'm like, hey, um, I'm just going to put a bottle of Pinot Grigio in this maxi latte. They'd be like, okay, so this is the last date we ever go on. They're like, okay, so drinking problem. did you realise you have a severe drinking problem? You're like, what? Not me. Of course. Of course I realised. <laughs> Um, Didn't I have that on my Hinge profile? <laughs> Dead. Um, but yeah, sorry. That's all the advice that I can that I can allow that I can give out for today. Because I like, think it's just a matter of hanging in there. Mhm. Mhm. Hopefully, it's not going to be too much longer. We're not sure, but fingers crossed. Because like, it's all starting to feel like last year when it was just like really hectic and I know and it's like the same time never ending. it's like can this not be happening again like I know it's honestly so stressful I feel for everyone in Melbourne and I really hope it doesn't continue because I want to come into to Melbourne next month exactly um exactly all right well so, do you have any funny drinking or non-drink or just funny stories in general that we can tell the people i'm trying to think hmm i have actually i've got a, it's not a drinking story but it's like sort of like a funny travel story yeah. um evie and i were coming back from positano in italy and we had to like well we were going from italy to greece and you had to we had to go we had to stay one night in Italy because it was near the airport or like, I can't remember what the place was called. What's like the main town in Italy? God, sorry, somebody 
probably because I sound so dumb. Hmm, not Rome. So if that is the main one, then I'm definitely wrong. Milan. Um, huh? Milan. <laughs> no, I'm definitely way off the mark. Anyway, it's very close to the airport. And basically, like, you know, when we were, like, getting to Italy, like, we'd spoken to a bunch of people and they're like, you know, you got to be really careful in Italy. Like, there's pickpocketers everywhere, like, especially two girls. Like, they're going to want to steal your stuff. And we were coming back from Positano and our cab driver was, like, letting us know all this stuff. And I was just wearing, like, a bikini, but I had, like, a shirt over and then shorts. And my cab driver was like, do you have anything else you can wear? Because, like when you get out of the cab, like, it's not a very good area. So, like, uh, you don't really want to be wearing stuff like that. And I was like, oh, like a shirt and shorts. And he was like, nah, you'd want to be, like, fully covered. And I was like, and he's like, Jesus people, Christ. He was like, because, you know, people can target you and, like, watch what hotel you're going to and then, like, wait for you to come out. And I was like, oh, well, you're giving me anxiety now. Yeah, now and I'm then, really worried. Yeah, I was like, okay, great. But then, like, my suitcase was, like, all shut and zipped up and locked. So I was like, well, whatever. We'll just, like, surely get into this hotel and, like, it'll be fine. And we're like, get out of the car and straight away there's, like, so many people over there, like, staring, like, you know, Evie and I are some sort of, you know, enigma in the world. Like who the, like who dresses like that? Um, And then we like run into this hotel. They take ages to like check us in. The lady at the desk was like so rude. Get up into the hotel room and like the key to the room was not like a key, like a card. It was like literally a key. It was like sort of like an old sort of hotel, like just like really run down. One of those really. Yeah, where the hell are you staying? It was one of those really cheap ones right near the airport because it was just we would just have to stay and our flight was at like 5 a.m. or something the next day. So, yeah, we just stayed at this cheap fucking dump of a place. Anyway, we get into the room, like locked it all behind us and like in my head I was like, oh, my God, like about 50 people have seen us come into this hotel, stand in the lobby for so long, get up to this room and now the room doesn't even have, like, a proper lock. Like, it's got a key, but you can open it. Like, the hotel could open it. And then in my mind, I was thinking, they're fucking targeting us. I was thinking, taken, it's happening. They're coming in and they're getting us. Like, there's only one fucking tiny silver key to open and shut this door and you can't lock it from Gone, girl. Gone, girl. Like, you can't lock it from the inside either. So it's like, if the hotel staff wanted to open it, they ju- could just open it. Anyway, Evie and I were freaking out. Evie less so than me because she's like that type of shit doesn't really face her. She was like, Jackie, no one's coming to get us. Like we're irrelevant. I was like, excuse me. We are two good looking white women. They're coming to get us. We're going to be in the freaking human trafficking ring in two minutes. And then, oh, my God, I was so stressed. Anyway, then we were like, okay, whatever, we'll just, we were going to go out for dinner, but then because we were so scared to even leave this hotel, we didn't. We were like, we'll order Uber Eats. Anyway, ordered Uber Eats. Sorry, this is the most long-winded story ever. Ordered Uber Eats. Um, I got a pizza and Evie got like Japanese or something. I don't even know how she found that in Italy. Anyway, our Uber Eats driver came and he was like, texted Evie and he was like oh I'm not coming into the hotel you have to come out to the street to get it off me and she was like no I'm not doing that you need to come into the hotel and he was like no I'm not doing that I'm going to leave your food on the street he was like texting her being like I'm leaving your food on the street um 
I'm not coming into the hotel, can't get off the bus. And we were like, Great customer service. We were like, We are going to give you zero stars. And and he called us and he was like, in like his thick Italian accent, he was basically just like, No, I'm not coming in, not coming in. You have to come out to get it from me or I'm leaving in five seconds. And I was just like yelling at him on the phone. I was like, Are you fucking kidding? Like, you have to come into the hotel. We put the hotel on the freaking thing. Like, we were so scared to go out on the street anyway. I proceed to go downstairs, go to the lobby, ask the lady about like where this Uber Eats guy is, was like the lady at the reception was like, you know, wanted me dead as, dead as well. She was like, fair enough, go out there and get it off him. And I was like, no, I'm not fucking going out there and getting it off him. And then he finally came in because like Evie was abusing him on the app and being like, I'm not giving you, um, I'm, we're not going to give you five stars or something. And then he came into the lobby and I was standing in the lobby and he just started yelling. He was like, um, you have to give me five stars. Oh, like, sorry. I don't know how to do the accent, but seriously going absolutely tropo at me, like fully yelling, like telling me he was going to report us to Uber. And I was like, well, I'm one step ahead of you, but I already reported you to Uber. And then the lady in the reception was like yelling at me. She was like, that's so rude. Like, blah, blah, blah. You freaking Americans, like blah, 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 blah. And I was like, well, I'm from Australia. So fuck off. And I was being like- so rude because I had had enough like the freaking pizza and food was like stone cold by the stage anyway then he was like you need to give me a tip because i came in off my bike and i was like fuck no i'm not giving you a tip are you joking you've just screamed at me and then he was screaming at the receptionist in italian and in my head and then out in my head i was like oh my god they're plotting they're going to fucking kill me tonight and then I got this is where I get killed got the food off him finally went back up to the room like I told Evie and like we locked the doors and like we were so scared because like he just seemed so mad and also Evie didn't give him a tip and like reported him and then we were thinking because we put on the order our room number our hotel he would have had all that and we were like oh my god he's gonna go tell the mafia and we are going to get killed tonight. We're going to die. We're going to die. Like, we're going to die. The, the room is ha- hanging on by a fucking thread and we're going to die. Then finally we, like, go to bed. We're asleep. And then we start hearing all these bangs, like, really, really, really loud bangs, like, coming from in the hotel. And we were like, oh, my God. We, like, both wake up. We're, like, sitting up in bed, like, shaking. Like, it's so loud. It's, like, above our room or something. Like, full sounds like someone's trying to, like, get in through, like, the attic or something. <laughs> and, of course, we were, like, freaking out. Like, seriously, like, like we were saying to each other, like, we're going to die. Like, we're going to die. This is it. Like, this is it. So then we called the reception because I was, like, call, let's call the reception and, like, get them to come up and, like, show us that it's safe. Call the reception. We're like, can someone please come up to our room? There's like really loud noises and we're really scared. (laughs) They send up this guy (laughs) who is like fully ESL. He like opens out, like knocks on our door. Um, Also, guys, for people wondering, that means English second language. So he was like fully Italian, like did not know how to speak English. Gets to the door. He's like, yes, what's the problem? And then, (laughs) oh, my God, my accent, guys. I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the worst thing ever. Anyway, just imagine thick Italian accent. 
And we're trying to explain, like, there's all these noises. We're really scared. Can we please move rooms to somewhere a bit more secure? Like, we really don't like it. Like, we were like, you know, when it's, like, nighttime and you're, like, double scared, like, triple, quadruple scared. Yeah, you're, like, Um, And we were convinced, we were convinced it was the Uber driver. We were like, he's trying to break into our room. Like, we want to go to a room that doesn't have a window. We want to have, we want to go to a room that's, like, completely secluded from the outside world. And the guy was just, like staring at us and like nodding and like you know he was really really going along with us he's like yes 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 and then he just goes of course i will go get you more toilet paper oh my god and then he like shuts the door and runs down the hallway and then he like comes back with a fucking thing of toilet paper and we're like no we want to move rooms. Like, we we don't want to be in this room. Like, we're really scared. He was like, okay, good night. Oh, like, yes, this toilet paper is going to save my life. I was like, what do you think we are saying? Oh, like, d- he must have thought we were literally like, we need toilet paper. Like, we need it desperately. Like, we've shit up. Hysterically. We've shit everywhere. Oh, my God. Anyway, we made it out of there alive, but that was, like, the funniest we didn't like go back to sleep after that either. We were so scared, but that guy just made it so funny because he was just like, "Oh my god, yes, toilet paper." We're well, like, no, like, it's, no. it's and, like, yeah, no. I was like convinced body I was gonna get chopped up and put in a body bag. I was like, "Oh god, at least this guy's given us toilet paper." Yeah, because we're gonna be shooting ourselves all night, so we need it. Seriously, we couldn't have got out of there quick enough. That was fucking hell on earth. Serious hell on earth. God, some really good stories come from <laughs> traveling. Like seriously, you get you get like such good times and such good memories. Like um, Jackie's sister and I came home from this club in Amsterdam, and we were in. <laughs> All sorts. And it was like the middle of summer. So, you know, it's like, I don't know, like 30 degrees. But in Amsterdam, it's not, it wasn't sunny. It wasn't hot. It was overcast. It was muggy. It was like so humid. Mm. And um, we were walking home and our friend Ash was like, ah, you wouldn't, you know, jump in the canal. (laughs) And 10 seconds later, she turns around and like talking to Evie, I'm, in my jocks, climbing onto, like if you've been to Amsterdam, there's all those boats along the canal, climbing onto someone's boat, a pirouette off the boat into <laughs> into the canal, which is like, it's like the Yarra, like it's sewage. It's I can't disgusting. believe you got in. Like were you, did you have any thoughts or were you just like, nah, let's do it? No, nah, I was like, it's hot. I need to cool off. <sighs> so then anyway... Two seconds later, Evie's climbing on this boat. <laughs> Evie jumps in. When you jump in, your toes hit the oh. bottom and it's like poo. It's like, <laughs> it's like dog shit between your te- between oh, teeth. <laughs> between your toes. And that was disgusting. Oh, and then the next morning I woke up and I like slept in this bed and like my hair was really long at the time. And my hair was like next to my face, and I was like, "Oh my god, smells like shit in this room." And then I realized it was actually my hair. Like, oh my god, the water was so toxic 
that it smelt like poo. But actually, funny story. On the way, so I was coming from um, London to Amsterdam and for some reason the flights were really expensive at the time. So one of my friends was like, oh, you can get a you can get a bus there. And I was <sighs> like, oh, yeah, like, you know, it takes you a while, but get a bus. So I was getting a bus, but during this time there had been some kind of terrorist attack um, somewhere in Europe and everything was, like, really kind of locked down. So to get from, like, um, London to Amsterdam, you kind of went through Paris and, that you know, had to get on mm-hmm. a ferry and there were all these checkpoints and it, everything was just, like, really slow and taking ages. And I think it was on the ferry from... London to Paris and I got on there and I was like oh this is fine didn't know anyone wasn't talking to anyone (laughs) had no reception because like obviously I'm travel up but there was wi-fi on the ferry and it was so shit and (laughs) I'm just gonna go on grinder and just like chat to some people and then the wi-fi was just not working and I was like what more could go wrong with my life right now (laughs) so I went had a few beers just chilling, waiting to get to the other on end. On the ferry? On the ferry. Oh, I love that. Um, and I went into the bathroom and, you know, took a piss, was washing my hands, and I was washing my hands and I looked up in the mirror and then in the corner of my eye I could see this guy standing at the urinal. <laughs> and he was, like, staring at me and I was like, oh, that's weird. But he was wearing, like, a captain kind of outfit so he had the hat on and like the suit oh my god and it was like he was definitely part of the the boat crew or whatever Mm. and I was like god this is so weird and then he turned around and got his dick out started swinging it around and I was like oh my god wow this is interesting um anyway I just kind of was I just prolonged washing my hands for a while and he kept going and then I was drying like my hands. Full, like full helicoptering or like what? Helicopter, then a bit of a rub, like, you know, just getting himself hard. Oh, my God. Then he walked into a cubicle. A little bit of sexual assault for your ferry ride. Yeah, but, you know, that's just the way it is. And he walked into a cubicle, then left it open and I was kind of standing there like, is this like a you know, invitation? Yeah, and then I was like, went to the hand dryer, and I looked over, and he like poked his head out and like signaled me for me to come in, and I was like, oh my god, this is so strange. Like he's the captain. I don't know what's going on. So anyway, we ended up rooting dead on the ferry. I've never heard this story. Um. He had a wedding ring on, I realised, <laughs> at the end because he went to hand me a piece of toilet paper <laughs> to clean up and he had a wedding ring on. I don't know if he was married to a man or a woman, not that it matters, but I was kind of like, you dirty dog, sailing the seas and rooting Australian men in cubicles. You dirty sea um, dog. But it was, it was almost like, so when we had finished, I went to open the door to go out and, like, 15 people walked into the toilet at the same time. Like, all these people just going to use the bathroom. So someone was, like, waiting outside the door where I came out. Oh, my God. And I God. came out and they looked at me and smiled. <gasps> and then I smiled back. But then the guy who was still in the cubicle shut the door 
And then this guy looked at me and was just like giving me daggers. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to get caught. I'm going to be arrested. I don't know what country I'm oh in. I don't know what the God. laws are here. Um, so yeah, it was, it, it worked out really well. You know, I was on grind. I couldn't find anyone. I love that for you. How, imagine if like you weren't um, gay, like would he just be like, whoops. Oh, whoops. Sorry. I was just got excited. My dick I know, fell out. <laughs> But then that would be like sexual harassment. If I didn't go for it, that would Seriously? be full-on sexual harassment. Full-on. That is like such a funny story. Wow. I've never heard that one. That's a goodie. That is a goodie. There's, you know, I'm I'm full of stories. I love that. Um, I'm full of stories. I have this story from Greece and Evie and I went out one night in – uh, where were we? We're in Oya, 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 yeah, yeah, Oya. Can't remember. Or maybe it was Milos. Oh, anyway, who cares? Um, it was in Greece and it was fucking stunning. So we went out one night and we were at this club and we had just like so many shots of tequila, like too many shots of tequila for two girls. Anyway, there was this family there and like they were, it was this sort of like club that was sort of just, it wasn't huge, but it had like banger after banger after banger and there was a big dance floor and there was this family there and they're all just getting down. Like they were from America and um, there there was this guy and this girl and they were like dancing together, like pretty, like they were really good dancers. Like they seemed like they just all knew what they were doing. They had rhythm and I do not. Anyway, I was, like, trying to get in between them because sometimes when I get drunk, I just, like, I see someone that I like and I'm like, nah, you're going to notice me and I'm going to make it happen. And when I'm drunk, it's not a vibe. But I was, like, trying to (laughs) You love me now. You love me now, yeah. And I remember, you know, that song Despacito by Justin Bieber? That was all the rage. That was the rage. Like, that was on and, like, me and Evie were just – absolutely flying off and their parents were like obsessed with us they thought we were like hilarious because we were two like white girls with no rhythm and they were like they they just were grooving like they all just had they were at one with the music anyway and they were just all laughing at us whatever blah 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 I thought those two people were dating like the guy and the girl the one that I was like found him really hot anyway it turns out that step there's on their parents honeymoon but their parents are like not oh. each of their parents type of thing. Like maybe they were vibing then. They were because anyway, I oh, found this out later in the night. But um I ended up just like fully, you know, you know, hooking up with this guy, whatever. He came back to our mine and Evie's villa and cause Evie and I were sharing a bed, Evie had to do the old wait outside the room. Go for a walk. Go for a little sunset cruise. Um, see, see what you can find, make friends with a stray dog, you know how it is. And then, you know, came in and the three of us slept in the bed together. (laughs) Um, hopefully after you'd done the business. Yeah. Yeah. After we'd done the deed, I was fucking out like a light. Anyway, um, next morning, wake up, roll over. I'm like, who the fuck is that? What the fuck is going on? Anyway, we get up. He's like, oh, my God, your accommodation is so beautiful. You need to take photos of me out the front of it. So I was like, okay. So I was, like, fully hungover as 
fuck like wanting to die and this boy is making me take fucking insta selfies of him like he was doing like king of the world like poses oh, no. and like oh my god i probably have them on my phone they're so funny evie took a is photo influenza no he was just like a just a regular guy and evie Joe I, I, I probably have the photos of Evie took photos of me taking photos of him because she was like pissing herself laughing because it was fucking hilarious. He was like in his boxes and I was like in a t-shirt and I looked like I'd just been hit by a bus. Anyway, we, well, yeah, he, he told me, well, he told us the next morning that like she is like obsessed with him and like they've gotten together a couple of times. And I was like, but wait, you're related. That's your stepsister. And he was like, yeah, but like not by blood. And I was like, still a bit awkward. (laughs) Still yeah, not still not. And then the whole still family had invited us to this like winery thing. And then me and Evie like obviously woke up the next day and we we're like, we are absolutely not going to that. That's fucked. Um, oh, and also the next morning, this is the kicker of the story. We woke up and there was just blood all over the bed. And I was too embarrassed to say anything about it. And Evie was like, we're going to like get in trouble from housekeeping. So you have to go tell them that you got your period. And I was like, no, I'm not telling them that. And so Evie, bless her fucking cotton socks, went down to reception and was like, and I was watching her from our villa because you could like see like all the villas were there and then the reception was sort of in yeah. her own little villa and I was just watching from our door and Evie was just like, hi, um, had a bit of an accident. Um, my sister got her period last night and the lady just knew. She just knew. She was like, no, she didn't. She got split in half. She got split in half last night. She bled away the chin. Oh my god! How did she know? Was she watching? Because she she... would have seen this guy leave and been like, "Oh no, you dirty, dirty dog!" Anyway, that's my embarrassing, embarrassing Greece hero story. But you know what? Live to tell another day, and live to tell another tale, and it's one for the memory, one for the history books for sure. One for the spank bank. (laughs) Seriously, for him, for him anyway. (laughs) Seriously, so funny! Oh my god, dead. Oh my god, that that actually reminds me. Like years and years ago, I think. Wait, before you tell this story, my computer's two seconds away from bang. So let me go get my charger. Get your charger. Sorry. Yes. Go ahead with your story. Um. No. So I think it was like when I was in year twelve. Um. I think my mum and I had decided. You know, I I wasn't really gonna try very hard for exams or whatever. So <laughs> mum had been invited to one of her girlfriend's 50ths in Bali and um, I invited Amy. So Amy and I went over there and <laughs> I just I know this had... is going to be a good story. <laughs> so I also had a friend, another friend, Amy, who was living in Bali at the time because her dad is a pilot. So like they kind of moved around a bit mm-hmm. and um. We message her one night. She's like, yeah, come to this bar, whatever. And I feel like it was, it wasn't like the normal bar you go to in Bali. I feel like it's where the expats and like the locals go to drink. Yeah. Yeah. So next thing you know, there's like a tray of vodka Red Bulls, but like 10 of them for like $5. And (sighs) we just ended up getting so drunk. And then the next day... I had begged Amy, I'm like, we need to go to Waterbum Park, which is like um, their wet and wild kind yeah. of situation. And when you get there, you get like a wristband and you put money on it and then it means you can go to any of the bars or food places and like buy whatever you want. So rather than eat, we go to the swim-up bar 
and buy, you know, like Smirnoff Ice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They've got like different flavors over there. Yeah. So like we we bought one of the original, one of the apple, mm-hmm. one of the grape or raspberry or whatever. So we're doing that, and then we're going on rides, and the rides are hectic. Oh my you god, come how down, are you going on rides? Like blackout, and you have to. You have to carry these big inflatable donuts oh. for like two people up like six flights of stairs. Mm-hmm. And you're going down and you swallow water and you're just like, we were just so shit-faced. <laughs> and then one of my mum's friends was like, oh, we really need to go to this restaurant. You know, it's really nice, blah, blah. Um, she takes us to this fucking like legit tree hut. Like you have to climb up a shaky ladder to get up there. Mm-hmm. And then I order a steak. The steak looks like a bicycle tire that is flat and has been run over by a dumpster truck. Like it was this flat, <laughs> like honestly, like half a centimetre thick piece of meat. And Amy and I were just like, this is so dodgy. The next day we're so laying Amy in bed. Amy just something's dodgy. <laughs> It's fucking dodgy. dodgy. It, it is fun. Sorry, Amy. I feel like we're constantly dragging you on the pod. <laughs> she loves it. Um, and we both just felt really shit. And Amy, and we were meant to be going to Ubud the next day. Mm-hmm. So we were like, oh, you know, we'll go to bed early. And Amy was like, oh, I feel, I just feel so sick. Like, I don't feel well, blah, oh. blah. I feel like I'm going to vomit. And I was like, oh, I feel really unwell too like you know oh. when you're like just laying in bed and you're like i need to vomit but yeah, I have a phobia ain't of right. vomiting. Mm-hmm. yeah but because i have a phobia of vomiting i'll just sit there and hold off for as yeah. long as humanly possible and get like sweaty so, and stuff oh yeah sweaty you try and lay down but then the room's spinning even though you haven't oh. been drinking you just feel like shit mm-hmm. and amy ends up vomiting and then she goes to sleep I'm up till probably four o'clock in the morning, pacing the room, dripping with sweat. The aircon's <laughs> on full blast, so it is very chilly in the room. Um, and then I'm like sitting on the toilet, and I need to vomit, but I can't mm. physically make myself vomit. So I'm sitting yeah, there for about forty-five minutes. Talk yourself out about it. So then I just end up grabbing my toothbrush, oh. and I just jammed it down the back of my throat you must have felt so sick then i was having so been doing that so so sick it was a, it was hot, probably a four hour ordeal of oh. me needing to vomit mm. and then i vomited vomited again vomited again because once i start i don't stop yeah and i still felt like you know really clammy and like mm. cold and hot and gross but went to bed anyway <laughs> i randomly wake up in the middle of the night and the whole bed is wet. And I was like, oh, my God, have I, like, like pissed myself? And I put my hand down my jocks. And, like, you know, my dick and balls were dry. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, maybe it's, like, sweat. So I get up. Oh, my God. But then I get up. And, you know, when you – anyway, I got up. And I felt my ass cheeks kind of, like, sliding around. And I was like, oh, my God. They are moist. Like, Something has happened. Something has happened. I get up, pull the doona off, and there's like this huge stain. And it's not, it's it's wet, but like a little bit discolored. 
<laughs> and it's like underneath Amy as well. <laughs> and then I went to the bathroom and checked and I had shit myself in my sleep. But like litres of like sludge poo. And I was like, I holy shit. <laughs> so what I've done is oh I've gone to pick so up oh, I've gone God. to pick up a towel to like lay it down where I was sleeping without waking up Amy. And then she looks at me and she looks really concerned and confused. And I was like, Amy, don't move. I've had an accident. And she sits up and she looks down and I'm like starkers. And it's obviously on the bed. And it wasn't, you know, it didn't look like shit, but it was definitely like some kind of bowel mucus vibe. And she looked at the bed and she looked at me and she just went, oh, because I'm trying to cover it up. <laughs> anyway, we stripped the whole bed, threw it down. Oh, my God, down, I thought I you were going to say she vomited. No, uh, she might have vomited, actually. Oh, my God. Actually, I think the reason she did originally vomit is because obviously my stomach was so unwell that I farted, <laughs> and it must have smelt so bad that it actually made her vomit. That's how she vomited the first time. <laughs> But then she gets oh, got she gets off got free because oh. she goes and vomits and she's fine. Anyway, the next day we were meant to go to Ubud and like we were in a villa and my mum was in a villa and we just went into her villa and we're like we're not going. We we put all the sheets at the end of the bed <laughs> and like Amy and I were sitting outside the next day um, having a dart and oh. the get the the like. Um, cleaners were walking past and me being the cunt I am I was like oh my god Amy I cannot believe you did that last night that is just so bad like these poor cleaners gonna have to clean all your shit like (laughs) how embarrassing and then the cleaners like it was like a group of like four women looked at Amy laughed and then walked away so basically I have done all of this and then thrown Amy under the bus and they all thought it was her. Oh, my God, you're such a bully. <laughs> I know. And I never went to Ubud and oh I feel God. like I never want to go there because I linked Ubud to that trauma. Mm-hmm. That is so but funny. I highly recommend Waterbomb Park. It was great fun. <laughs> but it was definitely the swallowing of all that water. Yeah, I was going to say, we it were... might have also been the, the water in the mouth. Water in the mouth or that um, tire steak that gave me barley belly. Oh, my God. I don't know why stories about, like, being sick or, like, having diarrhea or, like, vomiting are so funny. But in the t- at the moment, in the time, there's nothing worse. Like, it's not funny and you just feel oh. so fucked. You're like, this is the it's end. Like... like I don't remember what it was like before this and there's not going to be a time after this. No, it's so bad. It's honestly like the worst thing that could ever happen to you and you just are count, counting down mm-hmm. the minutes in for it to most end. vulnerable state. You're often like naked on the toilet, like shaking, like clambering up against yourself, just like I am foul. <laughs> yeah, it's so bad actually the worst oh my god fuck i feel like people like hotel cleaners would see some horrific shit and if you or anyone you know 
does work in that kind of hospitality, like hotel situation, mm. send us your stories. And I'm also yeah. so sorry for what you must endure because yeah. it must be horrific. Because, like, yeah. you know, my story is like the tip of the iceberg to some of the shit that they would find. Oh my God, 100%. Like, seriously. Oh, it, yeah, God, be horrific. Um, but yeah, guys, I think that's all we've got time for today. But we are going to keep continuing to think of funny stories because I, I know I have so many, but it's just so hard to think of them like on the spot. Um, I know. We need to like start a list. Haven't. Yeah, I know. Next time I think of something funny, I need to like write a list because. God, and we're also going to chase down yes. the girl with the boyfriend situation because we are, we we are just as intrigued as you are mm-hmm. and we need to know the end result and I want to be involved. Mm-hmm. Seriously, I need to know. Um, all right, guys. Well, thank you as always for listening. We love you so much. If you have any so suggestions much. for things for us to talk about, please send us a DM um, on Insta at windown underscore. And, yeah, we'll see you next week. And we love you so much. Love you so much. Goodbye till next time. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.